Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Content Cube, episode 65. I am Brian Woods. I am Jake Mosier. I am Zach Cohenstein. And, and I'm joining Toby us. Young. Oh, special oh. guest. <laughs> just, wow, just already showing the rookie rookie move already. I'm sorry, bro. Spe- no, we should no, we should have clarified. Special guest, uh, Toby Young. I believe this is your first time on the show, right? It is. It only took two years, bro. Yeah, he's been. He said some shit years. to me. He said some shit to me about it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, well, that's that's pretty justified. Yeah, yeah you probably you probably should be on it by now. Yeah, I no, lived, I mean, I, to- I, Toby always wanted of- to be on, and I'm just like. Well, it feels like I feel I'd feel like an idiot because he was my roommate. I'm like, I'd feel like an idiot if we weren't recording it in my place. But then my setup doesn't allow for it. So it's just like this constant like hell where it's like he's too close to record far away. But my setup doesn't work for two people because I live in a pretty compact area in my room. Uh, So, yeah, that's you know, that, that was always a bit of a that was a hang up. Yeah, uh, I was this, t- I was telling him I was like, yeah, I mean, we'll 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 uh, have you on when we got when we get a relevant topic, man. He was just like, yeah. man, every topic is relevant. I I watch the same things you do. And like, uh, oh, what is justified. the relevant? What is the relevant topic this week? Top ten MCU cum shots and Eternals discussion. <laughs> um, this uh, so me and Jake. Ironically, they're not- all in Eternals. All ten of them are in Eternals. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, hey, there's the first sex scene, right? We're normalizing sex it again, was. folks. It's great. You know, it it's was great. actually a little bit more than I thought. You kidding it was me? Be. I thought it was incredibly underwhelming. Really? It was like 15 yeah. seconds <laughs> long, and it was just them looking in each other's yeah. eyes. Man, that was honestly more. There was some thrusting. Barely. It was the illusion. The, way- <laughs> the stroke game was. It wasn't incredible. It, it left a little bit to be desired. But it, was, so, it was honestly for Marvel. It was more than I anticipated it being. So, like the thing that was weirding me out before this movie's release, like more than anything else, it was all very all the shit I was seeing was very weird. Like the like, just like the weird cut videos of like the CG being insane. Was people when they were talking about this sex scene as if they were talking about a gay sex scene in like two thousand four. It's like we're normalizing what it is to like love another person. I'm like, this is well, we've regressed a little bit, right? I guess you can't, you don't do sex in movies anymore because you know that's it's whatever. I mean, you don't do sex in Marvel movies. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. PG thirteen movies are, in general really don't have. Yeah, they sex don't do sex scenes. anymore. Mister and Mrs. Right? Smith kind of set the bar. Titanic was yeah. up there, you know, but really with that one, you just kind of get a handprint on the window. Yo. And yeah, and just some 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 quivering. And, br- and light breathing while yeah, on top of did, each other. That's really what it amounts to. I'd like to. Did it like sound like in that in Eternals? <laughs> what, what did you say, Toby? I was gonna say, man, if we're on the topic of sex scenes, Eight Mile, ah, in the in the factory. Well, that's not PG thirteen. That's rated R. <laughs> yeah, R. We're talking about rated <laughs> R sex scenes. We'll go ahead and lot, rescind that. We can got a, we okay. can get a lot better, but yeah, I know exactly one you're talking about with Brittany Murphy. Yeah, absolutely. God rest her soul. Yeah, absolutely. God rest her <laughs> okay. soul. So Brian, um, they're getting horny. You got to bring him back on the bring him back on the rails. Now let's get him on horny. <laughs> Zach and Toby, you guys saw Marvel's Eternals. Eternals assemble the MC. The Marvel Cinematic Universe will change forever, starting with this film. I mean, it kind of did. Was it was pretty. It, it was a lot. Uh, it cool. was I, okay. You want to go first? No, nah, go ahead, man. All right, I'll you know go what? First, then. Spoilers for Eternals. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. 
I don't care. Uh, well, Jake, no. no <laughs> okay, Jake, fine. Jake's sitting I'm, right here. Jake I, has a seat. Oh, I, can, Jake, I, can I can remove my headphones oh, shit, and you can Jake, just wait. Do you want to see on. it? Okay, never mind. No spoilers for Eternals. No spoilers for Eternals. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, let's keep let's keep Jake involved. Yeah. We won't do spoilers. Yeah, no, sorry. I didn't know you wanted to see it. We'll speak vaguely. We'll speak vaguely. Of course, it's a Marvel. Jake consumes content even if he anticipates not liking it. I don't want to see it. I have an obligation to see it. No, you don't, dude. I haven't seen the past three. I haven't seen Black Widow. I haven't seen Shang-Chi. Well, I haven't uh, seen Eternals, and I don't Black think Widow that. is don't even get infinitely started. better than Eternals. Absolutely. Brother, but. I have not seen the last Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh, well, you probably should the get for the new one. I the want, one you no. fucking rail on for the eye missiles? What do you mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it, just, the- just the concept. I didn't need to see the movie to hear. It's like, yeah, Tony Stark gave uh, Spider-Man <laughs> a drone after he's like, no one should have this power. In fact, I'm going to become a cop and kill all my friends for it. <laughs> so it was a little weird to give a 16-year-old the ability to hack anybody in the world and also kill them with a drone strike. Now, I as don't much think as I, I need don't, to see the movie. I don't think I need like to Brian see the movie. Ripping into movies he hasn't seen. That that is a that is a fact that that, that I don't I hate think that I need to point. see the movie to like now be sure of that before we. <laughs> I don't know if we can narrow that down to a specific moment though when we get into our list later, but. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that that storytelling decision. But yeah, and I Eternals. wasn't even going to use it because I haven't seen yeah. the movie. Perhaps it was well, off great. Perhaps you that's perhaps fair. you get up and clap when the drone <laughs> strikes. Honorable <laughs> podcasting move. All right. Um, so yeah, Eternals. Uh, it's long. Uh, longest long? movie I think in the series besides Endgame. Two I think it's two forty five. I think yeah. it's two forty five. <laughs> yeah, man. Dune length. Dune length. Not Dune quality. Um, <laughs> it's two forty five. Yeah, man. Well, they it got feels like a two forty five. They have ten heroes to introduce, Brian. Bro, um, fuck Dune. That's Blade Runner. Like Blade Runner feels <laughs> like it goes forever. I cannot imagine. I cannot Eternals imagine. Eternals was okay. starting to feel pretty long towards the end. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll start. I'll start with some positives. Um, I appreciated that they tried to tell such a grand scope story, like beginning at the beginning of like human civilization, pretty much through, uh, you know, present day, um, you know, and like, I'd say like 75% of it takes place in present day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then like there, you have flashbacks at different points in history scattered throughout. Um, and I, I actually, now I saw it in Dayton this past weekend with, um, Corey, my friend Corey, and, uh, we disagreed. Whereas I, I thought the first half of the movie was the superior half uh, which consisted mostly of the flashbacks, uh, or at least mo- most of the flashbacks came in the first half of the movie. And I, th- I thought the Eternals, you know, these, you know, immortal protectors protecting humans from deviants specifically, not from anything else. Uh, I thought these scenes though, where these guys interact with these human civilizations with these powers and just the awe that these people have for them and the love that they reciprocate back. I thought those were the best moments in the movie. I, I thought that is what sold me on the concept in general of Eternals. Um, and because of that, because I don't know how much of that they're going to do in the future installments, I really don't know how much they're going to hold my interest going forward because I don't think they actually like made the characters themselves, um, at least in this one, that interesting where I'm like that engaged with them going forward. You know, I'm intrigued to see what happens with certain characters. You know, I mean, I like a lot of the actors involved, obviously, uh, but you know, even when you're introducing 10 characters in a movie, I didn't come out of it really loving any of them. That doesn't mean I thought they were bad characters. I really, I don't think 
any of them were bad characters. I just didn't really care too much about any of them with with the exception of maybe a select couple and even then they're they're nowhere near as much as i love obviously the main marvel mainstays uh toby what you what you got so truth be told i before like i saw the trailer i only saw the trailer once and it was the teaser trailer um going into eternals i knew nothing about them i had done no research i had never really even heard of them before um so it was it was interesting seeing how I guess what they are in the MCU, the fact that, you know, they kind of wiggle themselves into civilizations and progress them. Like, that's just kind of cool. You know, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, that's I think that's more or less what what I really drew me to it as well. Like those scenes are uh, just for this isn't really a spoiler. This is just the beginning of this. This is like the first scene of the film after they protect this village uh, from deviants towards the beginning of time. Uh, the main character, Cersei, uh, who's, you know, she's, she's pretty cool, by the way. She looked, she, she, she was a phenomenal One character. of my favorites. Well, I, I don't want to say phenomenal character. I liked every moment which, she was on screen, though. Which actress is this? Uh, Gemma, Gemma Chan. I don't Got know it. if I said her name right, but, uh, she was the one that was in Captain Marvel as a different character, but, you know, she oh, was she like really? blue. She was like blue in that one. She was one of the Kree, like uh, Captain Marvel huh. on Captain Marvel's like fight squad. Um, so... I think, yeah, in the first scene, though, she after they do that, they're all like in awe of these heroes and they kind of pose up a storm there, as Tony Stark would say. And then they she picks up uh, like a rock or something and turns it into like a gold dagger for one of these guys. And like as like Pink Floyd's time starts playing, and I was like at that moment, I was like, oh, this movie, I can I'm not sold that I'm going to love this movie. But I definitely looked at Corey after the first 10 minutes as like <laughs> Eternals title card on came on screen. It's like, OK, so far, so good. Like I'm, 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 I'm still in it. I'm still in this. Um, well, I absolutely got amped when I heard time playing, dude. Yeah. I they started with mom. a Pink Floyd song. That definitely, that, that got me in early. Um, the action scenes, you know, I kind of enjoyed them a little more than I thought I would, to be honest with you. They're I, fun. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like I thought, you know, it seems like from the trailers, you got a lot of, you know, vague, you know, colors shooting out of people's hands and eyes, whatnot, you know, typical Marvel stuff like Captain Marvel and, and whoever else, you know, you got a lot of characters like that, Scarlet Witch, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, they're the way they, they work, it actually, the fight scenes are actually kind of cool for a lot of part, you know, and they're fighting deviants, big CGI monsters, which, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that at this point because it's done over and over again, but it could have been worse. Brian, I already know if you eventually see this movie, you are going to fucking rip into one of the, the deviants that uh, occurs towards the end. It looks like a mix of like, yep. <laughs> if you've seen signs, it looks like a mix of an alien from the Mel Gibson film signs by M night Shyamalan <laughs> and doomsday from Batman vs Superman. It looks Oof. like a mix of that. So like um, on a scale of black Panther <laughs> to I love, I like Venom, going. how good does it look? Like how? I'd how say, good is the creature? I would say pretty close Hold to Black on. Panther. Are we saying Black Panther looks better than Venom? No, no, no. He's saying the no. no. Ryan Venom is a fan is, of the Venom design. I think Ryan, I think the Venom CG looks really, really good. I think it looks very good, and I never look. I never look at it and say that looks weird. Black Panther, on the other hand, I saw that in theaters without my fucking glasses because I didn't know I needed them. I very much needed them at the time. And I said, that looks like a GameCube game. 
I am very so, glad that you said that. We were going to have a very heated no, discussion. No, I, if you I said think Black Venom looks good. great, and I, and that's you know I think he looks good, but no, yeah. So it's closer to Black Panther than it is to Venom. Yeah, to catch you up on Content Cube Canon, uh, Brian is a Venom Two fan, but yeah, I am definitely, too. Venom. It, Venom. I am yeah. too. A great movie. It was fun. Yeah, it definitely fun. is closer to Black Panther. Yes, in that regard, Cinema's which for that vil- for that villain specifically, I don't I don't think the whole, the whole movie. I wouldn't say that because you know yeah. there there are a lot of scenes. You know, maybe not special effects specifically, but just in general, where I'm like, that looks good. You know, and that happened more in this one than it did in any, you know, most Marvel movies. I, I thought this was definitely on the better looking side of them. And that was like a big marketing point for them. And I, I don't know if it delivered up to that promise that they were saying it would be. But it definitely, if, if I had to be honest with it, yeah, it looks better than most Marvel movies do for sure. Um, there, I, there were some scenes like I'm in no spoilers, obviously, but like towards the end when like some stuff's happening, like. The, oh man at that point i was impressed with with how it looked there were some scenes like every marvel movie where it was kind of dodgy um but you know overall it was pretty good i would probably like if i had to rate the the cgi i'd probably give it like a six yeah it i i could agree with that uh, i think another part of it that didn't really work for me really said the extent that it should have uh is they, they they really want to tell like you know this like generations thousand year romance story kind of through these flashbacks and present day uh i don't think richard madden and gemma chan had um god i hope i say, i'm saying your name right uh it might be gemma, gemma. i'm not 100 i'll do a pronunciation gemma, search gemma just doesn't sound right to me i feel like i'm saying that wrong for sure this um is this the guy that looks like the guy that plays bucky richard madden yeah, is that? Yeah, he, he looks. Like, uh, he's super he looks handsome. Like, he looks like he'd play James Bond. If if that's he's no, white, I, yeah, no, he's it's, white. it's exactly okay. what you're thinking about, man. That I thought. Okay. The yeah, exact he plays same thing. Icarus. Okay. Yes. Yeah, uh, I didn't really think they had much chemistry, which I think a lot of the scenes would have worked a lot better if I cared more about their relationship. It's a little. Forced. Which I really, which I really didn't. You know, it could have been their relationship definitely could have been fleshed out more. Um. It or is I, Gemma Chan, by the way. I just think it is Gemma. Okay, I'll, I'll course yes. correct from here on out. Thank you, Jake. Um, so Gemma. I got um, you. <laughs> her, her and Richard Madden, and their characters, Cersei and Icarus. Oh, by the way, she's like the one dating Kit Harrington in the movie. And like I you you have to hear both Richard Madden and Kit Harrington lovingly refer to uh Gemma Chan's character, Cersei, multiple times. <laughs> and you, and it's like weird. That's it funny. almost takes you out of it, you know, just with the Game of Thrones Cersei Lannister connection. Um, but yeah, Kit Harrington, by the way, brief brief role or not as obviously not really brief, but not nearly as big as the Eternals themselves. Obviously, uh, he's great. Um, but maybe that's just my bias because I already love him, so he doesn't have Who to do too he? much. Kit Harrington was Dane Whitman, the the boyfriend, the modern day boyfriend. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed him. Yeah, I he he felt real. Yeah, and I enjoyed that. I'm 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 looking forward to more of him uh, in the future for sure. Um, you know, he's a he's a guy that's coming to grips with the fact that his girlfriend is in fact you know <laughs> a immortal superhero, <laughs> and he handles it in a very fun way. Um, <laughs> it's, so he he's great. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of more positives. Uh, so like uh, Kamal Nanjiani, uh, he, yeah. he he and his sidekick character are definitely you know they're positive aspects they're the comedic relief of the movie for sure 
He, and that was fun. I enjoyed this. I, I'm for the most part enjoyed that that uh, that aspect of the story. This movie, I think, compared to other Marvel movies, it cut down on a Marvel trope that I become more and more and more sick of, which I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast multiple times, which is like the jokes during fight scenes. This only this had it had a few like a couple, maybe, but, but definitely yeah. way smaller than any other only Marvel handful. movie, really, which I appreciated. Um, so those are all positive aspects. I just think in, at the end of the day, it's definitely one of my least favorite Marvel movies. I don't necessarily think it's a bad movie. Uh, I think overall I enjoyed it. It's just kind of sprawling and all over the place, and you don't really care about any character that much. Um, some of the action was cool. Um, I actually thought, I'm going to look up her name because I'm tired of butchering names. Um the really the character whose fate like ability was like super speed. She was my favorite. She was great. Yeah, the actress's she... name is Lauren uh, Ridloff. Uh, she's uh, the first like deaf hero in the MCU. Um, oh, okay. And she was really cool. And I was thinking like during her like fight scenes where she's running really fast. I'm like, I know if the Flash's abilities are like technically not like he, that he's super fast, right? He can do something with like space time or something, right? Either uh, don't way, worry about it. <laughs> either way, her her ability, which is just that she's super fast. Those scenes were cooler than any flash scene I've seen 100%. in anything. She looked cooler doing the shit she was doing. You know, you know, probably the best fast person fighting scene since the first Incredibles. Um, that was definitely my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she was giving anything away. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Um, but besides besides that, I do I, I they introduce a huge scope. This is definitely the biggest, like, stakes of any MCU movie. And yet, it didn't feel like that because you just don't care about what about the people involved. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it starts, you know, the things they introduce you to, the powers, you know, that they introduce you to, it's all interesting. And the concepts are really cool. It just at at points it just started to feel kind of hollow, like uh, it, like it, like it could have it could have felt yeah. more, I, especially I, if if it, the characters. I think it would have felt like more. And I'm not. I don't know how you fix this within this movie. I think I would have cared more about these big universe revelations that they provide if the characters I already knew and care about were hearing them. Which I don't know how you do that in the Eternals movie because it's already crowded. But maybe I would have felt more then. But in this, it just kind of rang hollow. I think this movie would have benefited from just being a Disney Plus series that they could have stretched out, really got to know the characters more, really handle the timeline stuff better. Um, like, it, I, I understand that, you know, it was like kind of like a setup movie. Um, you know, they have to introduce them. But I, I wish they had spent more time fleshing out each individual character because some of the characters, like, you barely see in the whole movie. And yet they play a significant part. You know, it's... I don't know. I, I think they kind of dropped the ball there. I agree with that. I didn't even think about doing it as a Disney Plus series. Yeah, I think that would have been pretty cool. Overall, I'm I, again, final thought here. Uh, I don't think it's bad. Just definitely on the lower end. I would. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it my least favorite Marvel movie. Probably not. I don't think it is. Um, so I don't think they've made a bad Marvel movie yet. Are, but this is definitely lower end for sure. Are the Eternals around to stay? Or is that a spoiler? Are they... It's. Uh, I, I don't think this is a spoiler. No, yeah, there are still Eternals at the end of the movie, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I guess like the, the level of importance they're putting them. I feel like any character that's come out in the MCU the last 
I mean, every other movie, it's like, oh, they're going to be a part of the staple. They're going to be part of the like rotation. Well, and I got the vibe that they aren't that way. Or well, is that not the here's case? What I, I, I mean, they're not as they're not like gods, like, you know, maybe the marketing would lead you to believe. I don't think they're OP at all. You know, I really all their powers. Some of them I, are kind of lackluster. I think Thor <laughs> would literally kill all of them in one on one combat. Uh, I think Captain Marvel would win a fight against probably any of them. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the most powerful, you know, people in the universe. Um, there are some very powerful people in the universe in the movie, but I don't think it's the Eternals. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, it's not, that's not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. The fucking giant. Uh, oh, yes. Celestial, baby. I'm a sucker Celestial. for those guys. Oh, my God. That's what that's I was referring to yeah, earlier. Yeah, like that's not spoiler. I don't know why I've been dancing around that. Uh, yeah. How, how much are... Uh, don't tell me what they do, but how much are they in the movie? Do I get to see them a lot? The big you fellas? You get to see them a good amount. Not really a them, really. Uh, you just kind of talk right. to the main one. Okay, um, there's just one. Okay. And those scenes are really cool. They're, they're interesting. Yeah, they're definitely very interesting. And it, but with the stakes that they introduce, again, I just... I don't know. Felt like it should have been more. But it's like an Avengers level threat. That's <laughs> more than an Avengers <laughs> level threat. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. And then obviously the post credit scenes are kind of fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they sure. definitely are fun. Yeah, there's but two. Heard if, about that one? I, there's two. There's two, Jake. Oh, you heard about that one? I heard about the, that the one. The one that would get uh, some heard people about. going. I heard about that one. You, you oh yeah, heard about, uh, for sure. there's one that got me going even more than the one you probably heard about. Because yeah. the one that got spoiled by a fucking variety writer who should go burn yeah. in hell. Uh, no, that's not even <laughs> the one that I, I stayed with them. first or second one. with them. I think Disney <laughs> gave him permission to leak that. No, Disney spoils their the, shit on the, purpose. The last that, that was completely yeah, I was more excited for. Did but mainly that's because huh? he leaked the first one. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would have been. Well, we can't it. get into specific. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is not course, spoilers, course, but yeah, the one that got leaked is not even the one that I cared about more. Oh no, so not at all. I thought, okay. thought the other one was actually the one that had me more excited. But um, yeah, overall, Zach. Yeah, I have a question for you and Toby. I mean, because you two are pretty big MCU heads. Are you still as excited as you were about the MCU before seeing this? Not that you were necessarily like jazz, but I feel like everyone I know's interest is universally waning. Would you say this movie did anything to keep you? I think it depends. To keep me? I don't know if this movie did anything to keep me. It didn't do enough to, to get me off the train, though. It varies yeah, movie it. to movie for me. I mean, honestly. I'm still, I'm, st- I, I mean, obviously, okay. I was about to say the next thing is is the thing we're all amped for, but then I realized the next thing is Hawkeye, um, <laughs> which what? I know Ryan is just on the edge of his seat for. But, I watched the trailer um, before we recorded. I needed to see it. New, new footage. New footage. I haven't seen it. Uh, I mean, obviously, the leak that I'm aware of makes me more excited for it than other people. But um, I'm gonna have to have you fill me in on that later, expeditiously. I'm sure I've told you about it, man. <laughs> but you just shrug me off because you don't want to do what's necessary to enjoy that leak. But we'll just stop speaking cryptically about it right now. <laughs> Got um, it. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, I meant Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, you know, with its shitty poster. Uh, oh, God, they're like laughably they feel intentionally it's, I mean, it's, it's, sony. <laughs> it's sony right it's, it's sony sony, yes. sony handles all, all the marketing material for those movies so best, best disney marvel uh poster is the first ant-man one <laughs> i don't even remember that yeah it's literally brian i think i don't know how you could not like it it's literally an entirely white poster just as ant-man and just a little speck in the middle of it a speck is just a man standing there that's but pretty it's clever just all white and it just says ant-man that's pretty yeah. clever I think that I feel like you can't go wrong with that approach. And then the wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp, they just add a little wasp flying above them. 
I mean, the the fucking new Spider-Man poster, I don't know, man. That, like, that... It's better than the last two. I'll say I, that. I guess, if man. I, but this, if I would it, rank them from best to worst, it would be Homecoming. Eh. Uh, Homecoming no is one. Then fucking whatever the new one's called. And then Far, far From Home is awful. <laughs> they have that Tony It's horrible. It feels like <laughs> less of a fan-made poster for sure. But, like, you look at it. And you can tell they're just trying to have like a viral moment. They they put Green <laughs> Goblin, they put the little Green Goblin PNG back there, and they're, they're just like someone's gonna notice, and they're gonna fucking. <laughs> what do you mean someone's uh, gonna notice? Everyone notice. It's not even hiding. All right, yeah, I this, know, this. but it's just he's like just he's just back there. He's just a little guy. <laughs> it's just a fucking. I don't know. The Sony. Uh, do you remember in Far From Home? Sony released a poster with the I, Nick Fury on it with the eye patch on the wrong eye. <laughs> Idiots. Hey, I'm not... A, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Samuel sure. Jackson literally, like, tweeted, like, what the hell, Sony? Uh, so, <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, they, they suck at marketing, I guess. Um, but their Venom posters at least look a little better, but it's not, like, any yeah. of them are that cool. Posters in general for modern movies kind of blow uh, compared yeah. to, like, cooler retro ones that, you know, that I love. Um, yeah. Let's... Uh, uh, we wrapped up with all the Eternals. Anything yeah, else? I think I'm all good. Uh, overall, good good movie, good enough. I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie to watch visually, but yeah, not the best for you know. I, I don't feel attached to any of the characters. I I don't really feel, and that's not to say they don't have the potential to be cooler in the future. I and hope for me they, to carry. They I feel like you know, you know, some of them. I really, I really am kind of you know curious to see how they develop and interact with stuff in the future. So, but just as of now, no, I'm not hooked on them at all. Like, put it this way, even though I didn't love Shang-Chi as a movie, I liked it more than this one. I still came out of that movie thinking he was, I felt, I liked him a lot more I'm excited coming to out see of that him. than I did about any of them in yeah. this one. Because they actually fucking, you know, explored him. They explored his life. Whereas well, yeah. they, they rushed it. They gave each person a few minutes in this in Eternals. Yeah, the, like. the movie benefits from being about one hero, of course. So they, oh, they have yeah, that, yeah. it has that advantage. But all right. Uh, so moving on. Next thing we're all going to talk about. Uh, we're all going to talk about our favorite MCU movies, moments. And uh, maybe uh, some of our least favorite MCU yes. moments. Yes. Yes. Who would, uh, Jake, would you like to, would you like to go first? Since I we've mean, been talking a lot we, over here. We, we had a conversation initially a conversation. before we started recording um about originally planning to do like a top five situation then we kind of just started talking about it and realized that was a bad idea so i think we should start get all the obvious ones out of the way or the ones that zach and i thought were obvious um so like the moments in my opinion the best moments come with the culmination of everything in both infinity war and like endgame so highlights in infinity war snap vision's death Thor coming back, Thor getting the hammer, Come then you fast forward to Endgame, highlights, portals, uh, Cap getting the hammer, all those I moments. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man in the snap. I, beautiful. Mwah. Oh my God, when they when they put the proof that Tony Stark has a heart on the little on the little <laughs> carousel in the river. Yo, you could rent that house on Airbnb. I kind of want to stay there and recreate that scene. Uh, really? You can rent that house. Recreate that scene? Yeah. So who's dying? Shit, don't worry about it. We can um, create a top five content cube moment at the it's, house. It's not Brian, who's dying, Brian, it's who gets the funeral. Because only one of you guys can get just, the funeral. When Brian dies, <laughs> we have his funeral at, at that house and we just fucking float him off of the thing that says proof that Brian loved the MCU. Oh, dude, that <laughs> is, I, I'd actually be down if you want to like own me like that. That would be funny. I would not. I would, I would love not doing that, that, knowing that if there's an afterlife and you're watching down, hating every second of it. I would love to do that. Um, 
in you know in we, all we play his favorite CGI Marvel moments for sure. We watched the Black Panther <laughs> fight on repeat. <laughs> when I was thinking about the best moments, all of these came to mind, and then I thought really hard. And I'll be honest, not that many more came to mind. As Brian, yeah. as Brian post uh, Endgame, we had a conversation. He was saying like how the MCU has kind of just faded away. The more that I think about it, so many of those like there are highlights in each film, but the that those moments are so fleeting. Like I was trying so hard to think of unique ones that you guys would have on your list. Boy, it was fucking difficult. I got a unique like, one um, here. I'll, I'll kick it off with a unique one right here. You want a unique one? Let's hear it. This is All a right. good moment. We're just gonna make this a discussion. I don't even think we're gonna. We'll, we'll just yeah. round robin it. All right. Um, I love the scene in Winter Soldier when Cap Cap is sitting there with old Peggy, and he's just there. She's kind of losing it a bit, but they're reminiscing a bit. They're being friendly, but then you can see that she has a moment and just kind of forgets who she is for a moment or where she is. I mean, it, it just you can see how much it hurts him to see her like that and to see all the, the years he missed out on with her. Uh, I think that's one of the best moments in the whole MCU because it really lends itself to the whole narrative of in that movie, which, I you know, of course, that's one of my top three Marvel movies I've talked about a lot, um, that he just feels like a man out of like he just doesn't belong in the time that he is. So he's nostalgic for other times. And that just that scene really adds to that. And I think that's um I think that scene is really, really one of the best emotional moments in the MCU for sure. Thought you were gonna say when he kissed his cousin or daughter or whatever. Uh, no, that's niece? in Civil War, Jake. Uh, yeah, that's Laura, right. Right. Laura, right. yeah, that might be. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's one of the worst moments, but retroactively, it's not one of my favorites. It's a pretty weird. weird. It's a little weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially with the with the end game people standing strong, with the end game writers being like, no, Dude, it's, the it's, end game it's, writers at the end of the day, they're writers. Hollywood doesn't care about writers. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's what fucking the Russo say. What the Russo say makes sense. What the Russo well, say what matters is what's in sense. your heart, buddy. It, what matters is what's in here. Okay, it's, whatever it's you want to believe, buddy. It's called head. Ted Cannon, baby. It's right here, up in the dome. But the also, noggin. real cannon is what the Russo say, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. No, I thought Russos what? were the one who didn't, who fucked it up. Hey, you know what is canon? He cried at dessert. He did cry at dessert. That <laughs> was honestly, so sick, dude. That, that, is, a top that, that is, is a top five moment. That is a top five moment in the MCU. That is one of the MCU. worst moments in the MCU, just culturally. It was so dessert. funny. No, we're talking about... So, we, we, on the content queue, we like to mean the scene. The first gay moment in the MCU, quote-unquote, where Joe Russo, or whatever. Is it Joe? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, one of the Russos. I think it was Joe. Oh, when the, when one of the Russos in Endgame. Endgame, and he's just like, he's like, yeah. And it's he, just, cried. They, she, he, he cried when they brought out the salads. I cried <laughs> at dessert. Yep, yep. You know. It's just so funny. It's like such a like Chad move to be like, yeah, we're gonna put, we're gonna give the gays a shot, but I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me, or it's gonna be nobody. <laughs> Joe Russo is ambassador to the gays. No, I mean, sure. I made a, I, I was so enraptured by that that I made a meme. I went out of my way. I opened up Photoshop. I did some, I did some heavy editing and I made Joe Russo's head purple and I made him Thanos putting the fucking infinity gem in and I made the infinity gem like first gay scene in the MCU. And I, I made that shit. I went in and I fucking did that. I put effort into that meme. I was so enraptured by what he had done. <laughs> 
just like supposedly like monumental moment, just like taken by a straight guy. I thought that was awesome. Uh, (laughs) It was so like cosmically insane to me. Um, No, and his reasoning, people like why? Why? He's like, I wanted to have authenticity behind it. It's like you're fucking straight. I don't know what you mean. Joe Russo can do that best. I don't know. Did you you really cry dessert, Joe Russo? Was that authentic? But uh, uh, that's definitely yeah. Now that I've been, that's definitely like a top five worst moment. Like if we're being right. real, that is a worst moment. <laughs> okay, we can clear. That's one of the worst ones. All right, let's get another positive one. You got a you got a positive one, Toby? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So in uh, is it no way? No, Far From Home. That's the second Spider-Man. I really liked when uh, Peter grabbed the gun at the end, like with his Spidey sense in the. You can't trick bridge. me anymore. No, but like, in my my reasoning is like, if in my opinion, like. Within the realm of his Spider-Man movies so far, that was probably like the strongest acting he's done um, in you know the what? movies. Like it was a very well I acted agree. out scene. It was very emotional. Like he looked genuinely like it looked real. So like his he looked what I like about it distraught. Right. But here's what you know. I think you know. I'm, I'm adding to what you're saying because I agree. I think he he looks distraught, but you can see a little bit of anger him too in that moment when he grabs that gun that he just tried to get the like that mysterio just tried to trick him again i i think that's pretty cool and and in the lead up to that moment is you know when the drones make everything you know dark and he uses his you know yeah they call it peter tingle in there because they're afraid of using spidey sense for some reason um yeah yeah, they like he he, like when he jumps off he dodges all the drones that part's but then like he's like handing him the glasses quote unquote and if you look at it, it looks like he's holding a gun and then you know, the real Mysterio was to his right. It was an illusion. So he just grabbed oh, out of his Oh, oh I recall. Yeah, I like that scene. Yeah. You know, that, that moment is sick as hell. I I mean, this is my hot take. I think that's the best Spider-Man movie of all the Spider-Man movies. Yes. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait, wait. Have we ever discussed yes, this take before? before? Who told wait a minute. Me are you wild. including Spider-Verse? Oh, no. I oh, guess if, sorry. Yes. I guess if we're including that's that. That's kind of a live action one. It is my favorite. Okay, but you, okay, uh, even beyond that, you yeah. think that's better than Spider-Man 2? I I don't like yes. those movies. Are you di- are you saying that the Disney Plus exclusive Spider Man and Friends is not? <laughs> Yo, is that's top tier. That's tier. Wow. To, to See, I even like I even like Homecoming more than Far From Home. But I mean, I mean I Homecoming is great. Like but Far to from second home is Toby though better. that that moment is great. That movie is full of great moments. I like a lot of the shit they do with Mysterio. I think is super cool. I think Jake Gyllenhaal gives a great performance. That ending is great with him dodging the drones um, and the like. Toby said the last moment with the gun. Yeah, great, great moment. No, absolutely. Uh, Jake, you want to or Brian, you want to have a specific one that you want to bring up or? Yeah, I got I got one. I got one that I do like. It's <laughs> at the one. end of Iron Man one. When he says, I am Iron Man. And I thought at the time when I, I don't know if you guys saw that when it came out, because y'all are. Oh, I did. Toby's well, older. Oh, I did. Toby's older. I y'all did. are younger. I saw it. No, I saw yeah, it. I, I said, wow. I, I said that I actually said this as like a six year old. This is like a direct quote. Wow. How novel nine. for a, a, a film of the superhero genre. No, I actually said I looked over to my dad. I said, father, is this not novel? Father, is this not a new and interesting take on the superhero genre? For them to reveal the superhero's identity, despite the fact that they've played up the idea that he will continue to have a secret identity. Is that not ironic, father? Does that not hit you with an ironic kind of Father, is that not novel? Father, is this not novel? Uh, Yeah, I said that. That really really stuck with me. And I remember the quote exactly. I haven't forgotten. I think about it every day. 
Okay. You know what? Yeah. I, <laughs> you know what? I, I like damn that, it, I believe him. I like that moment a lot. Uh, I like. I think the best part about you know, I think the lead up to it, Robert Downey Jr. Obviously, he's perfect in the role, and he sells that moment so cool. He's just like you know, it's one thing to make outlandish claims, or it's one thing to question the story. It's another thing entirely to make outlandish claims about me being a superhero. And she's like, I'm not calling you a superhero. He's like, of course not, because that would be ridiculous and uh, amazing. And you can see like in that moment where he's kind of like, mm, you know what? And then he kind of like just looks at everyone and, he, and it's like, yeah. that whole scene is just timed so well. And then it goes, of course, right into the fucking... You, you can see him I, thinking it out. And it goes right into the fucking Iron Man song. You yeah. know, dude, that ending is awesome. It was cool. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Awesome pick, Brian. Awesome pick, yes, Brian. It's quite novel. Brian, you think yeah, that moment's sure. better than the other I am Iron Man moment? What? What do you mean? I do think it's better. I do think it's better. Okay. Did you not turn to your friend and say, this is also novel? I, no, it wasn't novel because they were just calling back to a thing that he said a long time ago that he had not said since. And it just felt like a, it was like a closed loop and you knew it was coming too. You know what I mean? I only knew it like was they, coming the second he said, and I... That's when I saw it coming. <laughs> no, I knew That's he was going to say it, it when Thanos was like, I am whatever the fuck inevitable. he says. I am inevitable. inevitable. And then he does it. I'm and then sorry, I see Iron Man holding it. And I say, he's going to do the thing that I once thought novel 10 years ago. Yeah, You know what? <laughs> honestly, best moment, it, any any line of dialogue in Infinity War from Thanos. Uh, yeah. You know, those all every single line has become a meme in my apartment that if you say it, we will know. <laughs> I mean, it's just we've said all of his lines like you can. We've said, I'm sorry, little one. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, anytime you hit a friend with a shell in Mario Kart. I'm yeah. sorry, little one. I, I actually have <laughs> but, another good moment. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, how novel. Spoilers. How novel, two, Brian. Two. It is quite two novel, more. man. Yeah. Spoilers for a recent movie in the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Multiverse, okay. And the, it, is in, it is part of Marvel canon. Spoilers. Are, oh, you know what? Um, yeah, you know what? I might start including Tobey Maguire Spider-Man moments now. Yeah, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> ready, uh, get ready for me to drop a Ben Affleck Daredevil moment on you. In The Amazing Spider-Man, when all the construction workers say, we got to help Spider-Man, and they all swing the cranes <laughs> allowing him to get to the hospital faster, or the radio police station, I don't know. That was an incredible moment. And you know what, that is there's my a moment. better version of that moment in the first Spider-Man where, yeah. you know, he's he's holding the group of kids and he's hanging by a literal thread, literally hanging yeah. by a thread. And Green Goblin's yeah. coming to kill him. And all the New Yorkers on the bridge throw trash at Green Goblin to, to yes. stop him. For a moment. You don't <laughs> mess with New Yorkers, baby. You don't, you <laughs> you don't mess with New Yorkers, baby. You mess with all of us. Yeah, but, you no, know, exactly. Brian, yeah. Brian, it's good full circle because one of those New yeah. Yorkers who said that was one of the ones in the montage earlier that's like, I don't like him. I don't like Spider-Man. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He came around, Brian. That's a character arc for an extra. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, Jake, on to you. Yeah, so one of the few things outside of the prominent ones that I thought of um, is the first scene in Guardians um yes that might sound like a weird pick no but it's not I, wait the, do you mean do you mean the, the intro of him dying or the dance the mom dying or the dance the dance okay. not okay, the yeah. mom dying i was yeah. gonna say the Real. mom dying would be Real. an interesting pick uh, it would be interesting <laughs> no. but yeah the yeah. dance definitely the dance um 
it establishes the tone for that film and arguably determines the tone for the rest of the MCU from there on out. That is the movie where the MCU decided, wow, if we can make this much money off of the Guardians, every movie needs to resemble this tone. And as uh, a young Brian said at Iron Man, when I was watching Guardians, I turned to my father and said, this is novel. And then it slowly wasn't. But in that movie, it was. It was super cool. Um, Loved the tone, loved the music. Um, Like we had it been in space like that in any of the mcu beforehand so yep. seeing it in that way was pretty cool so big fan cool. of that moment dude was, when they yeah, called I, it when they called it back in endgame man i literally that was i, I felt giddy i felt like a like a five-year-old called what back when I, they like the second you hear the beginning of come and get your love in endgame yep. and you know you're going back to that moment i got giddy i literally started bouncing in my chair oh, i was stoked like i was excited for a present on christmas like it literally <laughs> was it was so I, I don't know I love that moment yeah it's a great picture do you guys think it's weird how Guardians was like so successful Thor Ragnarok was like we're gonna do that too for no reason for, for no <laughs> for no like justifiable reason we too will go will bank hard into retro music and aesthetics hey but it worked for that one too it it okay. worked but it's just like because wh- you know what <laughs> I'm really about to say that's one of my sense. best moments I had that li- written down I'll, I'll say it now good transition that's good podcasting technique. Uh, fucking when Thor is getting the shit beat out of him by Hera or Hela, whatever at the end. Um, yes, Francisco's favorite villain. Yeah, yes. that's a ridiculous claim. Absolutely baffling. Um, Friend of the show has said Hela is better than the Joker. We're not getting into it right now. Un- <laughs> Act- unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm about to head out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, fucking, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Dude, when she's beating the shit out of him, and and then she's like, "What were you the god of again?" You know, and he gets his little flashback, or he gets his little vision memory with his his dead dad, yeah. and then he remembers he's got a thunder, and the fucking he electrocutes her with the biggest bolt of lightning ever, and then the fucking immigrant song starts playing as he's coming down on all the minions, and his eyes are glowing. We hadn't seen that shit before. That was really cool, and just to follow up on that, I don't know if Jake mentioned it in his quick run through. When he arrives in similar fashion in fucking uh, Infinity War uh, at the battle in Wakanda and like all hope is lost and you have a fucking god of thunder show up that you thought was dead. That's a pretty morale big moment for the team there. Uh, And, you know, his whole bring me Thanos line as he's running. That's pretty badass. Um, So I'm I'm a big fan of that. That would be a moment I'd talk about. One more I want to get in while I'm I'm talking and I have the floor and you and, and I'm not giving it up for now. Okay, um, that's fine. That seems yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Check check this moment out from one of the Disney Plus shows. That moment in Falcon oh. and the Winter Soldier, where Bucky is at the fire, and that that um, Wakandan warrior woman is like uh, reading him the fucking you know code words to trigger him. And it doesn't work finally, and he just starts crying. I think that is one of the most underrated moments in the MCU when he realizes that he's finally free yeah. of the brainwashing that he's been under for like literally multiple, multiple decades. I think that is a beautiful moment and one of the best in the entire MCU. Good call out. I forgot about that moment. Are yeah, we? Uh, I think, yeah. We moving on to bad. Are, are oh my god! I have. Some I thought we've just been going back and forth. Honestly, yeah, you can yeah. say a bad one. You can say a bad one. Go ahead. I'll say a I got a couple of bad ones. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I got you after that. Anything involving time travel or the multiverse has been like utter dog shit, and it's just used different rules for whatever like 
thing it's in. Like multiverse shit's kind of like different rules for. Uh, and hey, you know what? Hey guys, I assume we're just gonna say what if doesn't count. For I only for, saw the first episode. I had no interest. You're good. Uh, um, I don't know. It just feels like every time they do time travel or multiverse stuff, it doesn't really ever make sense. And it's pretty inconsistent. You know, I don't like any of it. I usually like stuff like that. They kind of whiff it. You know what I mean? I I remember how excited you were after Endgame that they actually did it. I remember the thrill on your face that they they went this far. And then, yeah, yeah, they they did fumble the bag greatly. Loki is like whatever, but it's like. I don't know, man. Like, what if the fact that they like insist that it's canon, like kind of undoes most of Loki in a way? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't it's, have it's answers, just, man. But also, I, I don't have know. answers like, before what if with Loki either. Yeah, so, so you know, I mean, point, it's just kind of they're kind of inconsistent with that. I think it's mostly boring. Anything they do with it is like mostly boring. You yeah. know, so I got a worse moment. I, I guess we'll see. Oh, wait, Toby, you had I mean, one. Man. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I would just like to preface. I think. Oh, so when I was thinking about them, the first thing that came to my my mind is pretty much the entirety of the movie Thor one, like the first Thor. Oh goddamn! Okay. Uh, We're let me entireties of movies. <laughs> let me let me let me. Worse ones than, all right, more specifically, any scene that showed the town in that desert, it looked like. How did I write it down? How did I describe this? I wrote pretty much the entirety of Thor. Um, it looks like they put about as much effort into the town scenes as a high school theater program would into a set. Like, it just looked so <laughs> fake and just terrible, in my opinion. And I always hated it. And they had all these wide shots, which made it seem legitimately like a movie set. And if, I don't know, just the fact that it was nothing but desert around this single strip of town just bothered me. So I've, I've never enjoyed that movie. I mean, I don't think it's Fair. outlandish to think that there's a town in the desert that is surrounded by desert. I know. It's just, it looks so <laughs> fake. The, that movie is, from my memory, I haven't seen it in a bit, egregiously boring. So it just kind of is there again. My hot take, not gonna get into it now. Thor 2 is better than the first Thor. Uh, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I know Thor 2 is like, oh, it's the worst one I've ever made. Oh, oh the first have one. you seen Thor? The Thor one, they rushed I'm that not shit. Touching yeah. this one, I'm not touching yeah, this one. Yeah, okay, that's fair. We don't have to get into that. Jake, go ahead. You haven't talked yeah. about what you got, buddy. My, my worst moment. Uh, the entirety, but especially the start of Black Widow and Hulk's romance. Why the fuck <laughs> is so that in forced. these movies? You should have joined him in the shower. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I you know honestly, it, what I think one one. I just to play devil's advocate for a second. I thought the scene where they were talking, like at Hawkeye's house, where he lays out for her why he can never have anything like this. Um, I think that scene kind of works. I felt bad for him there. I, you know, I felt bad for him. And then she she gives him the the backstory that gets explored more in Black Widow about how she can't have kids either. And I think I think that's like, I think that's kind of, you know, I thought that scene worked. But yeah, the flirting and other I, stuff and the hide the zucchini I, line from Tony, I don't care. <laughs> I think both of those ideas are fine. The I like, I enjoy looking at like, that perspective from Bruce Banner and that perspective from Black Widow, but there is zero chemistry between them. It's not like it was ever even hinted at. It kind of just appears and feels awkward 
and then it like they treat it as real and then they kind of like bring it back in Endgame in a very weird way. He's just kind of sad, but they don't really reference it because they kind of just gave up on it. It's it's one of the few things that the MCU brought up and then didn't really full send commit to. Yeah, that's a yeah, no, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because really all you get is an Infinity War when he shows up or she shows up and he's there and like they're like, oh, hi, Bruce. And then Anthony Mackie's like, this is awkward. Um, yeah. You know, that's really all you get from that point forward. And then also in Endgame, you know, Hulk throws the fucking desk or the 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 fucking bench or whatever when he finds out she's dead. That's kind of, you know, it's kind of sad. But yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, what else I got here? Uh, you know, you don't hear my worst one is. Uh, Hit me. Ralph Boner, and WandaVision. the Ralph Boner reveal that fucking. I did not watch it. Quicksilver was not <laughs> Quicksilver. He was in fact a man named Ralph Boner. I hated that. That was such a fucking cock tease. Uh, they knew what they were doing. That literally. I mean, I don't like the idea. Of a twist that is only a twist because of what we as the audience know about other movie franchises that exist in our world, not yes. theirs. It's yes. only a twist to us uh, because they had us let on because of what we've also seen in other unrelated movies who we thought were now related. That is a stupid fucking just troll job. That didn't be like, oh, it's not like, oh, what a clever subversion. That was like, oh, you guys, that's not good writing. That's just fucking you guys being a dick for fucking clicks, you know, uh, for, for more attention. That I hated that. Marketing standpoint, awesome job, Marvel. Hats off to you. Good job. <laughs> oh, it was you know, brilliant. But it was awesome. Such a dick One of the best marketing moves ever. I'll study it for years to come. Creative wise, <laughs> fuck you guys, die in a hole. Um, so that's, that's how I feel about that moment. I think that might be my least favorite MCU moment. If I had to say a, a second place, if we're doing entireties of, I'd say the entirety of the what if party Thor episode. I fucking thought it was ridiculous. I've heard it's terrible. If it's supposed to take place in similar realities, this reality threw all logic out the window and literally just made zero sense. And I hated every single second of it. Thought it was terrible besides when besides the St. Louis reference, that was kind of cute. But even that was kind of dumb. Um, so yeah, that's what I'd say for the worst MCU moments for me personally. Can Brian, I, I'm interested to hear. Oh, does Toby have one? Uh, I was gonna I was gonna do another one. So it's Hit it's us. in it's in endgame. Oh, so a perfect film, and you have you found a flaw. <laughs> So this is what I wrote. I wrote the stupendously cringy and forced women empowerment scene in Endgame. It was cool. It was cool in Infinity War, but beyond stupid in Endgame. It was awkward and served no purpose other than being a grab for ratings and approval from fans. Toby, okay, let me follow it up with another question. I thought it was great in Infinity War. What is it about Women. women... That you do not like. They are dogs. <laughs> they are dogs. No, joking. Jesus. Joking. But no, I thought it was great in Infinity Works. It was new and it was it was cool. It was well, yeah, that's what it was. Is it's an implied moment that that worked really well with the with you but know, in Endgame, Black Widow it was and so what was it? Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and um, Okoye. Yeah, yeah, but and in Endgame, all they do is they like 
she's got help. And then like they all fly off and it shows them like about to fight things and then it nothing just, happens. The, the reason, okay, you know. It was I weird that Mantis was I don't want to take away from that moment. Yes, I'm going to get no, to that. it's not a yes, moment. Brian, it was I am going to get to that because that that's what bothered me as well. What the fuck is Mantis going to do there? Bro, it's not a moment. It, it yeah. would have forced. I don't know. My, okay, so. It, 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 I, okay, I'm going to say I do think it's dumb. It was dumb. Um, I guess it worked for some people. You know, my like one of my my uh, friends who was a girl said that that was one of her favorite moments. Like she thought that was awesome, you know, or whatever. Uh, I guess that's cool, and I can't take that. You know, I can't speak for that. Like, okay, if you felt really represented in that moment, that's cool. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Just I thought logistically within the story that made zero sense. Where the fuck was everyone else? Why the hell did all the girls and on they all the have team a chance all be to in all one sudden, spot like, on this battlefield? And they're all gathered right there to just, you know, kind of pose walk up there. Uh, you know, maybe it would have worked better if it was similar to Black Widow where it was like the four most powerful ones that would have made sense there, like Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, and like Scarlet Witch. That would have been a cool moment because that would have made sense. It's not too many of them. Those three can actually make a big difference. Um, I, Mantis being I, there makes no sense. I, I, got, I got something to say here. You know, I, I've gone back and forth on this over the, what's it been, five years since this movie came out? I don't know. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've gone back and forth. And, you know, I think my final resting place on this opinion is the MCU is not subtle. It does all kinds of dumb bullshit all the time. And almost every uh, moment of any poignancy is followed by, well, that happened. So am <laughs> I really going hold this one over them? And I think the answer is no. Uh, you know, in the theater, I thought it was weird, but the more I, the more I think about it, it's like, you know, was, was Peter Quill, uh, being a dumb shit and, and making infinity and making Endgame happen. Uh, <laughs> was that kind of forced? Yeah. Uh, and there's just a lot of stuff in there that I don't think, uh, works or makes sense a lot of the time. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I could criticize the MCU for. I don't have it in me to do this one. I mean, it's just another moment in like a series of uh, forced and kind of emotionally like pushed things that happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's, uh, that was that's a, little a fair. Rambly. Yeah, it's a fair no, criticism. That's, that's very fair. Uh, it's just I, like, I also I still think it's bad. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't Jake, think you it's got a worse moment. I mean. I, I mean, we can hit, I mean, I, the one we already mentioned earlier, which is the one I thought uh, Brian can, would definitely can I say bring one, up is... Can I say one more thing about the woman scene? I, I <laughs> yes, don't think it's some, like, great thing, and I don't think it, like, serves a greater purpose, and I think it's a little fucking presumptive and maybe patting yourself on the back too much to pull that scene before you had a, a solo film with a woman in it. Oh, you know what? Great point. <laughs> awesome point. And it's a maybe Phenomenal a little too fucking early. fucking point. Yeah, it's you know, maybe a little too early. So you know, get get your own dick out of your own mouth yeah. until you actually put your money where your mouth I is. I mean, that uh, scene that scene was the woman moment of Eternal. Uh, that it, as it, Eternals is the equivalent of that woman moment. I, I just feel like <laughs> yeah, it, it just it, felt like hey, we're doing diversity, but we're splitting them across eleven uh, horcruxes. <laughs> it's like a horcrux of, horcrux. of diversity. <laughs> Once you have all those, like, once you split all yeah. that femininity into, like, 
individual appearances in other movies and you account yeah. to one solo female film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay, so, sorry, so Jake. Good what job, were you saying? Marvel. Sorry. True allies. I was going to say, the one I, I mean, obviously we've talked about many, many times on this podcast is the Black Panther final scene between them fighting. It looks like hot garbage is one of the worst visual scenes in all of the MCU. Yeah, it's it's a bad looking scene for sure. I, I, I don't know if there's much to say on it. You know what I mean? Toby's got yeah. something to say about Black Panther. Oh, I can already see it. I can already see it. Oh, my God. So when I first saw Black Panther, I saw it opening night in Manhattan. Actually, it was kind of cool. Whoa. Giant theater. It was three stories, <laughs> three stories tall for one screen. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing and i loved it i gave it like a four i'd probably give it a four and a half at that point and but then you I, saw it depriving an african-american individual of a ticket do you guys remember that tweet <laughs> you guys remember that tweet that was a hype tweet a woman was like i want to see black panther but i can't because that would be depriving a black person of city let me tell you my so zach zach's roommate noah and i we, yeah. we one night we're just hanging out we re-watched black panther this was within the last year and we both gave it i think like a one and a half out of five because we were just for some reason hyper fixating on all of the editing flaws and the bad act voice acting and it was just i i nitpicked that movie and i fucking hey, hated it hey. but I, it's still great for <laughs> some uh, reason Toby, Toby, you going to any up, MCU I woke movie? Up, I woke to, up to, and saw the letterbox reviews, and much to my surprise, I woke up that morning and found out that my friends Toby and Noah are racist. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> no. yeah, just, Toby says, I hate the moment where all the black people line up and they give yeah. us that four shot Fuck of them. them together. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Toby, I'm joking. Toby, Toby, you watch any MCU movie with a similar lens? I, I think you're gonna. I, I think know, you're gonna. I know. I, I think. Have that. you seen? I, I think it's just because that's the one that we put on. If, have you seen? I, have you seen the video going around of Eternals where it's like I think it's Angelina Jolie. It's an insane yeah. cut. I, I look at oh, it. It's and horrible. I, it's like staring at the face of God. My eyes yeah, burn actually, off. I don't think it was. Like, <laughs> no, they fixed that, it. That, that, that was in the first. It? That was in like the opening scene, and yeah, it's different. It's uh, it's okay. a cleaner cut. Okay. I look at that cut and it's like the face of God, like my eyes burn off. I am I am sinning. You know what I mean? It's crazy. (laughs) I saw a tweet with that, like being like, man, I'm seeing Eternals because I can't wait to see Angelina Jolie kick ass. And someone like quote tweeted like, oh, sweetie, you know, that's a man with Angelina Jolie's face pasted onto it. Right. (laughs) It's a a 3D model. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Any yeah. other moments we want to hit on or <laughs> worse? Well, I don't have any more worse ones. I do have like a couple of good ones. I just want to bring up at least, you know. War Machine uh, making fun of uh, Thor for being fat and a, a loser after he mourns uh, is pretty psychotic. <laughs> I did, pretty you know, psychotic talk- writing decision. I just want to say small small writing moments in Endgame moment that I did like was when Rocket's talking to fucking Paul Rudd and he's like, "Oh, you want to go to space?" You know, that's a cool colliding of worlds when you realize the stakes are so different for so many of these characters where like, yeah, Paul Rudd's had his own movies, too. He has two movies as well as Rocket does. And he's just like, yeah, we're going to space and Rocket's, you know, that's all that's all Rocket's been doing. And he's just like, oh, you yeah. want to go to space? That's like taking a piss for Rocket. I'll take you, know? you to space, buddy. <laughs> you know, like that's so I loved that. But yeah, the actual moment that I want to talk about, um, I think. The Iron Man, Cap, and Bucky triangle fight at the end of oh. Civil War works 
infinitely better than the airport fight. And I, I enjoy the airport fight. But I think uh, the actual emotional stakes involved with that worked really well for me. Yeah, well, the Iron Man having that fucking blind rage that we have never seen from him before, fully justified in the writing, and also fully, still fully sympathetic to Bucky. You understand both sides completely. Um, and I think that in itself uh, makes that one of the better moments in the MCU and definitely Civil War one of the better movies in the MCU. The airport scene, even when I saw it for the first time, yeah, it was really cool, but I, I knew I was only like halfway through the movie, so it held no weight in my mind. I was like, it's just like a mid, yeah. mid fight. It, it was it was cool to see. Yeah, it was but, very cool. Yeah, I bet that's why the, the, the airport scene is not, you know, obviously it's not one of the worst moments, nowhere near, but Absolutely it's definitely, not. it's not in my best either. But, but yeah, it's because, dude, that line at the end, uh, dude, I, and they don't make it easy on either of them. The fucking cap's beating the shit out of them, and then you got Tony talking to Friday or whatever, like, are you matching his movements or whatever? And she's like fighting technique analyzing. He's like, all right, let's kick his ass. And like that part was sick. Uh, but then you know, at the end of it, where Cap, you know, fucking hits him with the ham or the shield, and he goes, "I'm sorry, he's my friend." And Tony just looks at him and goes, "So, so was I. I." I think that's one of the better MCU moments for sure. That shield moment still, believe. that moment still gets me. I love that shit. And then it gets paid off even more at the beginning of Endgame, where he goes, "We have no plans, no trust, liar," and like looks right at fucking Captain. Oh, I fucking loved that. So that's and shoot in that scene when he handed him like his um his suit, like the and he said, "Put this on, and I you th- hide." I, I thought he that he, Cap was actually gonna put the suit on. I thought that was oh, Captain so and Iron Man suit. Cool. You know <laughs> what if? Um, all right. Um, and then the other one I was talking about, or just bring up was, um, obviously the elevator scene we don't even need to get into. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. And then the free ride fighting, you know, and winter soldier is also sick. The fighting choreography is all sick there. And winter soldier is honestly terrifying in that moment. One of my favorite top, top three, probably top three, yeah. top five. Last moment I'm going to specifically bring up fucking vision convincing Wanda to kill him at the end of, I know Jake said it in passing, but just that line that vision says where he goes, I won't feel pain. I'll just feel you. That one, that one gets me. That one gets me a lot. That one's really sad. And then it gets brought back in like, uh, Wanda vision when she's like, you know, doing her little like mystical witch finger shit over his dead head. And she's like, I don't feel you like that's, Ooh, that's a sad moment. Uh, So I think those moments, those little Wanda and vision moments, those are, those are up there for me for sure. Uh, yeah, I want I wanted to say one last quick one too. I feel like it, it wouldn't be on brand if I didn't bring up Iron Man three in some way. God damn it! Like, Absolutely, you need that. Yeah, you know what? Thank you know, goodness. I, we, I forgot that we were going to talk about that. We do need to talk about that. Iron Man I don't 3, know how deep in we need to go, buddy. We don't need to go deep, but I do need to say my shit. And then it sounded like Jake had a counter. One of my somehow. one of my favorite Marvel movies. Iron Man's my favorite, but in Iron Man three, when his when his house is being blown up. And, you know, Pepper's outside with the suit on and he just calls that shit to him. That moment right there with the paired with the music, Brian Tyler, amazing composer. He killed it. It's, oh, I just get chills every time I see it as helicopters are shooting at him. And, oh, I don't know. It's I like that scene a lot. It's just it's a smaller you know scene in the grand scheme of things. But I sh- that's one of my favorite movies. That and is definitely the best scene. And what is, I think, a middling Marvel film. Compared to Marvel films, I, I do enjoy all of them. Yes, even Eternals to an extent. Well, I like I like three um, because it explores this anxiety and it's it's a lot right, more real. Right, and for I Tony. think that's why the movie makes it all the more frustrating because I think the first two thirds are setting up for one of the best Marvel movies, and then I think it all takes a sharp downward uh, descent quality wise after the, that's subjective. The two it 
all art is objective. Object. Wait, no, subjective. You're yeah, right. Subjective. All art is subjective, baby. <laughs> that's what that's what we're talking about. I'm a fan of the entirety of Iron Man right. Three. No, while I agree that all art that's is fine, subjective, buddy. I'm not going to kill you for it. You know, if someone says that, you know, Rebecca Black's Friday is better than Stairway to Heaven, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary I mean, today. How are you no, going to mathematically prove wrong, it? But we all know they're If we all I know mean, they're wrong, we all know they're wrong. I would say wrong. we all disagree, but I can't mathematically prove it, can I? I like Iron Man 3 in its entirety. Thank you, Jake. Okay, okay. What I would say is that... It's nice <laughs> to have a sane person on this cast. That villain, they substituted what could have been a great villain... For a, a exceedingly, overwhelmingly shooting for the stars mediocre one. He um, was great. It was. Listen, it was, dude. It was Killian. A- oh, Killian. I thought you meant uh, like the fake Mando. Well, right. The fake. The fake Mandarin was the fucking awesome villain. Yes. And then okay. he I became you were not he an sucked. awesome villain. No. Listen. I, and then he's I, funny. He's yeah. a funny guy. And then he's in, and then he's in Shang-Chi. I don't want to hear his jokes. Funny again. I don't want to hear his jokes because I was so wrapped up in how much I thought he was an awesome villain. They're like, guess what? That awesome villain that you loved? Don't get to watch him anymore. Fault, Here's Zach. a mediocre have one no, instead. Have no expectations when you see any movie and you'll be perfectly okay. Dude, okay. I'm sorry that I expected a good villain. That was my bad. Yo, that was exactly my you movie, bad. Zach. Why would you expect a good villain? Zach, you, you are know not being a good ally one. right now. You said I'm not being a good ally? You're not being a good ally right now. Joe the reason, Russo would not like you. The, the reason, reason against is that people, bro? The, the, no, the Marvel studio sat down and they said, are we really going to put a Chinese person in this movie? And the answer no, was no. They did not. Absolutely not. That's kind of weird that you would cast a... A Chinese character as a white man. Chinese and they said, people didn't exist wanted, back then, Brian. We wanted to save the Chinese character for the Chinese movie that we're definitely making in 11 years. They knew. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't want to blow such an important villain on, on white actors. So really, we should be thanking them. Ben Kingsley. He man. got you. What a kid. You're being a bad ally. I'm sorry. You're being a bad ally. I'm a bad ally. I'm a bad ally. Iron Man 3, Joe. top five Marvel movie, all time. Uh, uh, in my opinion, it is, but we're yeah, not going to go there. One could say it's number one. One could say it's number one. But, oh, let's not, let's okay, not well, tempt me. Okay, it okay, could be argued. Okay, Toby, Toby, right. you know what? Let me put that under a microscope for a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, did, I didn't mean this. Endgame and Infinity War. <laughs> oh, obviously <laughs> those are back, one Ryan, and two. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're already at... We're already at two left that are better than Iron Man 3. Only two MCU movies left that are better than Iron Man 3 is Winter Soldier one of them? Oh, no. I was joking when I said it's number one. It's in my no, top, you said top five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Winter, so I've got, uh, not in any specific order, I've got uh, Infinity Brian, War, no Endgame, control. Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, and... I'm just trying to see what movies he honestly thinks Iron Man 3 worse. is better than. Or wor- right. yeah, <sighs> what is worse than Iron Man 3? Well, I'm trying to think of like what other movie Are I you going to say Thor Ragnarok like? is worse than Iron Man 3? Yeah. I'll, start, I'll just start no, naming them. I just I'll just start that in them. a different cast. You say yeah, Jake? Can, it's in yeah. a different. It's in a different category. <laughs> what do you I, mean? What, phase the category two? is Marvel movies. Hey, hey, hey. Phase, so now it's top five Phase Two movies. No, Phase Two in general is my favorite oh. phase because it had like this different tone from the rest of them. In my opinion, it was a lot more. That is not. The tone was not as good. <laughs> that was the tone. I don't. I, feel I like don't I'm, think. I, Jake, am I the only one here? Like, do you agree with them? <laughs> 
Jake, let him spiral. Don't help him. Listen, wait, I, you know, are, are, are we arguing the tone for, for the, the phases I now? On the I will yeah. die on the hill that Iron Man 3 is criminally slept on, and you guys are just nitpicking. I agree with that. I agree. I think all of us should be locked up and shot like the animals we are for disrespecting like Iron Man 3. Are. The Top movie five. where You're Tony saying. Stark destroys his suit for the third and second to last time. I will say, that is one thing that annoys me. He, de- he destroys them, and then the next thing is him flying around in a new suit in an age of yeah. Ultron. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did another, Shane Black think I wish, was going to happen? Shane Black thought that this was going to be the end of Iron Man content. Why did he do that? Why didn't Shane Black cast Joe Russo as the Mandarin? Ooh, that would have been a that better That would have been good, dude. And Can I tell yeah, you all a fun accent? fact? Ready for another lesson. Can I tell you a fun fact about Iron Man 3? <laughs> so you know that scene <laughs> yeah. at the end where he's like throwing that fucking uh, chest piece into the, into the ocean? Did you know... Yeah. That that is not actually Robert Downey Jr. They CGI'd his face on because he had like hurt himself or something and he couldn't be there that day. So it's just a random man with his face CGI'd over it. Hell yeah. And do you know that if you watch Iron Man 3 on a plane, they take out the scene where the plane blow up and they just completely cut that entire like five minute section out where he saves the president? Are you serious? It just doesn't exist. No, yeah. No, when you're watching movies on planes and a plane die in the movie, they, they do not... They so are not question. down to show you that. Dark Knight Rises, is that entire sequence taken that's out in the different. beginning? There's no that's way. That's not commercial. I, no, there's no, I do not that's think not that's in there. That's not commercial in the new, wait, in neither the new one, it's not commercial either. That's yeah, like a political, no, it's, 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 like, it's, that's um, Air Force it's, One. Yeah. Man. God damn. Dark Knight Rises. Still a plane. Southwest, baby. Southwest. Imagine watching Iron Man 3 on Air Force One. So, uh, oh, that would be a trip. Imagine watching Air Force Air. One on Air Force One. That'd really be the metal. Imagine watching right. Air Force One on Iron Man Three. Imagine watching Con <laughs> Air on on Air Force. Honestly, Air. imagine watching okay. Thor One ever. Okay. Wow. All right. Imagine well. being excited for Halloween Kills. Okay. Listen, we don't need one out of five. We don't need Jake's a dick. Jake's we don't need dick. Jake's. So, is there anything? Are we, are we done? Is there any I other think, moment? I think yeah, so. I'm fine. I'm fine being. Uh, done. I'm good. I, I'm I, good. I don't got shit left. Jake, you got any moments? No, not, not that I feel the need to hit. Um, I, I had another Guardian. What? I'll get my last call. Uh, I f- think the uh, Yondu's death in Guardians 2 oh, is a good moment. scene. That was emotional. I, also think I don't really like the I'm your turn. daddy boy. He ain't your daddy line is kind of dumb. I don't need it. I feel like yeah. that was implied. Um, but the funeral after especially. Yes. The Ravager the, funeral. The, that hit in that movie. I think the ego heel turn is also good. You know what? I last moment. That scene. Last moment that I want to talk about. Now that we're on Guardians two, really okay, quick. Okay, Drax, yeah. Last one. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm to, to think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Drax. Uh, when fucking Mantis touches Drax, and this guy who's been you know comic relief the whole movie, and she starts crying because she feels feelings, and you realize that he's in sad the side this whole time. And yeah, it's real. It's a real da- moment. Talking about his daughter, and she touches him and starts crying while he's all, you know, stoic or the whatever. The MCU has some really... That's a really good Drax moment. They have so. some really emotional moments out of nowhere in the MCU. Just like, um, going to be completely honest, forget what I was going to compare it to, but, you know. Iron Man 3? Probably. <laughs> Always. All right, well, I'm... I- Shit, I just spilled beer this all over my laptop. Beer so we should wrap this laptop. up right now. Like, wrap like, uh, immediately. Yeah, I could talk about Elon Musk's uh, scene where his... Uh, Zach where he, Savior. Where he and Tony Stark yeah. do some we shopping. Should, we should hurry this up. We should hurry this uh, up and yeah, end it right yeah. now. You know what? Yeah. Brian, Brian and I will round it out, save your thing, yeah. and 
quit now. Uh, I'll take Zach's spot at the end here. All right. Well, good talk, guys. Me and Toby love you guys. Hey, everybody. I hope you. It was a pleasure. I hope to be on again soon. It only took two fucking years. Thanks, Brian. I love you. Hey, recommend something good for me, okay? Recommend something nice. If you want to hear more from me, say what's holla at your boy. Okay. Okay, uh, Zach, Zach, are you saving your, your data? I am I'm stopping and saving now. Okay, so you just spilled beer all over your computer? Absolutely. Should, should, we, should we stop talking to him, Brian, so yeah. that we don't have empty so spots I'm gonna, in I'm our recording? I'm going to ignore him. I'm going to treat him like, a, like, <laughs> like, a, like an animal mother treats the, the small baby. I'm not feeding you anymore, Zach. Um, okay. So, Jake, what would you recommend this week? <laughs> oh, um... Uh, my recommendation I've watched what did I just I just finished sex education season three yeah. uh, that show is fantastic um, it is one of the few shows that definitely when I'm watching it and as determined by like the cast like there is no set plan for that show there's no like ending destination but they manage to come up with storylines that feel mostly there's always one character that has a storyline that feels out of place but most storylines feel in place for the characters they explore new sides of them that you don't get to see it's consistently funny and consistently heartwarming um and emotionally impacting which i think is really hard to pull off for a like nine to ten episode comedy drama especially yeah. across three seasons so i recommend that um yeah that's my recommendation what about you brian Oh, I have been doing uh, research. Uh, I'm set to 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 run uh, to game master a uh, a tabletop role playing game uh, about superheroes, uh, young superheroes. So I've been doing research uh, and I've been watching Young Justice. uh, The people like that cartoon. Uh, It's all right. I like it a (laughs) bit. Uh, It's it's watchable. It's very watchable. I I enjoy it quite a bit. I heard it kind of seasons three and four are controversial. I may not touch them, but uh, yeah, I just been doing I, research. I think it's good. Uh, I think it's good. I've I watched it. seasons one and two way back when they yeah. aired on Cartoon Network. Um, and then yeah. there was such a long uh, time between yeah. two and three that I never watched three or four. Yeah. I'm almost done with season two. I have like two episodes left. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm blazing yeah. through that. Uh, it's quite good. I really like um just, you know, I mean, they uh, there's a lot of like D-listers that I don't give a fuck about that they do. I remember there's like <laughs> the villains are forming like the Injustice League. And it's like these are characters yeah. I've never seen nor heard of. I simply cannot give a fuck. <laughs> uh, I've seen like three talking gorillas so far and none of them are Gorilla Grodd. So they're really they're really none of them are Gorilla Grodd. So that's very weird <laughs> that's to me. Weird. Everyone's, it's super weird. There's like the uh, mega huge. I don't know, but I, none of them are Gorilla Grodd. It's very weird to me. But uh, yeah, I've liked that. Um, I like what they do with just the main cast. I think they've kind of gotten away from the main cast in like, you know, the later half of season two. Yeah. But I like how they're kind of like depowered versions of like their kind of predecessors. I like how Superboy can't fly or do heat vision. I like how <laughs> uh, Kid Flash is way fucking slower than like. Like even yeah. when they introduce like another Flash character, they're both way faster than him. And it's not just like speed. I just like how he's like his brain isn't fast like the Flash is, where the Flash can like talk and understand things. I don't know. I just I think it's an interesting show that they uh, that they're still doing. I, it's so weird to me that like is Teen Titans getting a revival because I feel like the demand for that has been way higher than like the Young Justice demand because they only it's- made season three. Like they really. Like for even for the marketing for season three, it's like you demanded it, and now it's coming back. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, <laughs> Teen Titans has been weirdly misused because it had the show that people adored on Cartoon Network, and then it got yeah. that Teen Titans Go Children show. And I, to my knowledge, there are no plans to bring it back. Or, I could have. Yeah, I could This might be like a fucking Mandela effect, like brain aneurysm. But I could have sworn like the post-credit scene. For the Teen Titans go to the movies was like a Teen Titans revival, like promise or something. I think they did. They like, I don't know if it's like a multiverse thing, but they do. I want to say like, I don't know if tease is the right word, more of a cameo with the old characters. Though I do know, not animated. um, They do feature a decent amount of the Teen Titans in that uh, Titans HBO Max show. Yeah, yeah. It's like a live action, but it's just so weird that we haven't gotten Titans. I guess Teen Titans go. They don't want to confuse it. People like that show. People that, like, is that kids, show still going? I think it's going forever. I think I think the show does like really well. I think it does That's really, crazy. really well, like incredibly well. And, you know, there's there's been some stuff that I, I've seen that I, I enjoyed from it. Like Robin races uh, Kid Flash and right before the uh, like the gun is pulled for the race, he pulls out his baton and breaks Kid Flash's kneecaps. Uh, I thought that was <laughs> That's funny. a good bit. It's a good bit. I saw the movie that yeah, Teen Titans go to the movies. It's 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 pretty funny. They have to make sure Batman exists so Robin kills his parents. I think that I think that's a good bit. <laughs> that happens in the movie, right? I think so. You yeah. see him going to the alley with a gun, and then, and then you hear it go. Oh, I think that's a good bit. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a Teen Titans go detractor. I think it has a right to exist. Uh, but I've just I, I didn't even like Teen Titans that much. I just think it's weird how it's not back when Young Justice is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's my recommendation. Young Justice. It's on HBO Max, <laughs> along with the Harley Quinn show, which is probably better. But I guess they serve different masters, right? Yeah. When's it's, that show? God, that show should be coming back soon. Yeah. Is it getting a season three? I think it was confirmed. I'll do a quick Google, but Harley I'm pretty Quinn sure. Season three. Because I think it was there was quite a long period where it was up in the air. It's apparently coming back, yeah. So thank goodness, I need more King Shark. You know, this is like one of this is another one of those things. Like League of Legends is doing this too, where they're releasing like another game, like a single player thing, and they're like 2022. And I'm like (laughs) November, we're in November, any day now, and that's that's what I'm looking at with season three of Harley Quinn, sometime in 2022. Okay. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> sure probably thing. Not. Any day now. <laughs> Any but it day does now, feel right? like it does feel like something that it it didn't seem to be getting the love it deserved for season two's release. I wouldn't be surprised. If like, yep, it's coming up in two weeks. It's dropping yeah. the whole season, and, and they just don't make a big deal about streaming it. Streaming services go crazy like that, right? They just drop yeah. shit. Um. All hey, one more thing that I just want to talk about because I thought it was weird. Have you noticed that Netflix is? Broke, has like broken their vow about like binge content. No, what do you mean? Looking, so Netflix anime fans had this thing called like Netflix jail. Cause like if Crunchyroll or like Funimation got it, you'd get it weekly. But if Netflix licensed the anime from Japan, they would wait until the entire season was done airing in Japan oh. and they'd release it later. But I was looking into it and there's an anime on Netflix right now. I don't know. It's like called Comey or something. And I think blue period. And they're releasing that shit weekly. Oh, and I wow. think that's very interesting that they're doing that. I thought that was very weird. And then uh, League of Legends show, you know, I'm sure you fucking heard about it. They suddenly <laughs> dumped a billion marketing dollars into it randomly at like the last second. And they're actually releasing that in like three batches where they're only releasing three episodes like weekly. And I thought that was interesting. Weird too. So uh, is that to then make is that to keep people from going then subscribing to something like Crunchyroll or Funimation and going no. to Netflix or what's the purpose For of that? For the anime stuff it might be a part of the licensing deal or I think it's probably just because 
if you wanted to watch the show, you're just going to fucking pirate it because anime is super easy to just fucking watch if you want to. So yeah. I think Netflix is doing that to just curb piracy. You know, okay. What, what's the saying? You, you need to make it easier than free. You need to make it more convenient <laughs> than free. Uh, so Netflix to do that, they made it so you didn't need to wait. Yeah. Like several months. And then with uh, League of Legends, the show Arcane, which I watched, I, I liked it. It was quite good. Um, it was quite good. Uh, but um, just the first three episodes, I don't know about the rest. Um, but with them, I assume that's League of Legends just saying, hey, you're only doing this fucking show if we get to do the release period how we want. So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting how they kind of broke their for the longest fucking time. They were like, no, we're only releasing shit in seasons or half seasons. And they were super strong on that. But they broke in that. Happy, happy for the anime fans out there. Oh, then, yeah. Getting good their for them. Uh, good legal for shows. Them. Yeah, legally. Yeah, finally. Good for them. Netflix jail is no more. Um all right, that's all we have to talk about. Sorry about ranting on Netflix's business practices. Uh, uh, all right, have a good one, everyone. See you next week. Uh, be throw safe up, out there. Throw up some prayers for Zach's laptop. Yes, throw up some prayers for Zach's laptop. Oh, man, what if it's... Nah, it's fine. It's It's got to be fine, right, folks? <laughs> if, if it ain't fine, I'm not Brian Woods. Am I right, folks? See you next week. It's probably fine, right? <laughs>